from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. But here's what I want you to know. In no way is this the end. Kate, do we know what will happen to the teachers at these two schools? Oh my gosh, she's she's been teaching at Rosati Kane for more than 20 They're years. They're still kind of trying to figure out, is there a way to make this not happen? Thanks. If the school was not part of the archdiocese, then some families might actually come back. I'm Alex Hoyer. The Archdiocese of St. Louis announced this week that the all-girls Rosati Kane High School in the Central West End, along with the all-boys St. Mary's High School in Dutchtown, will close at the end of the current school year. Here's St. Louis Archbishop Mitchell Rosansky speaking at a press conference on Wednesday. We are immensely grateful to the faculty, parents, alumni, and former staff at these two schools who have carried on the tradition of Catholic education in these communities for generations. However, recent trends, both in population shifts and in Catholic education, make these closures necessary. Joining me in studio to talk about the upcoming closure of Rosati Kane and St. Mary's High Schools is Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio's education reporter. Kate, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. So both Rosati Kane and St. Mary's had more than 1,000 students in the mid-1940s. Today, Rosati Kane has 188 students. St. Mary's has just more than 200. Is the announcement about closing these two high schools simply about declining enrollment? That's what the archdiocese said. They said that those are the numbers that they were looking for as they were making this decision. And they said that that declining enrollment led to financial issues with tuition and was a real reason that they thought these were the schools that were not sustainable to keep open. Many of the students enrolled there uh, received scholarships through a foundation. Do you know if that played into the decision to close the schools? You know, I talked to the um, one of the financial affairs officials at Rosati Kane, and she said that despite that number going down for enrollment, they've actually had pretty steady financial situations. So she was kind of surprised by the decision. Um, I think that the schools are both very racially diverse compared to other schools in the region, and they both have a high percentage of students that receive financial aid. But If they're receiving the aid, the school is still getting that tuition money from another foundation or from somewhere else. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So we're talking about two schools, about institutions that go back many years. But at the end of the day, when you talk about institutions, you're talking about people. Uh, This is a closure that will affect people's lives. Uh, What kinds of things have you been hearing from teachers and, and parents this week? Yeah, this has been really tough news, I think, for a lot of people that are connected to the schools. Both schools have such long history here in St. Louis. They both have long lists of notable alumni, you know, business people in the area, politicians, sports figures. Um, And everyone that I spoke with was feeling just shocked and sad by the decision. And I think the the history of the schools is also really interesting here. Rosati Kane was the first high school in the area to integrate. So it was racially integrated even before the U.S. Supreme Court forced that to start happening in other schools. So people were just sad, shocked. And I think that 
they're still kind of trying to figure out, is there a way to make this not happen? And I want to get to that, uh, what may happen thing in a moment. Uh, but you spoke earlier this week with Sarah Morris. She's a teacher at Rosati Kane. What was what was that interaction like? Oh, my gosh. she's She's been teaching at Rosati Kane for more than 20 years. And she was in tears after the announcement. She teaches theater and she teaches literature and has even taught film and broadcast journalism at Rosati Kane. And she said that the students have just been the light of her life, basically, for these last 20 years at the school. And she was just devastated to hear this news. So there's the possibility that these schools might stay open. That's what some people are saying, is that there are going to be efforts potentially to make this happen. Um, St. Mary's High School President Mike England uh, reacted to the Archdiocese announcement earlier this week. And like I said, he made it sound like closing the school might not be a done deal. I know that the information that we got the other day still remains a big shock and a bit of a hurt. But here's what I want you to know. In no way is this the end. This is nothing but a new beginning for the future of St. Mary's High School. Thank you to all of you that have reached out. The response to help has been overwhelming. We're getting this done together. Stay strong. Keep the faith. Thanks. Again, that's St. Mary's High School President Mike England uh, sounding like there might be another alternative. What what might that alternative look like? Yeah, so I spoke to England on the phone after the announcement was made, and he said that they are looking at options to become a private Catholic school separate of the archdiocese. He also said that he thinks that the decline in enrollment that they saw, especially this year, was in part because of the All Things New initiative. So he basically said he thinks people were scared that the school was going to be closed by the archdiocese and decided to send their kids elsewhere. And so he thinks if the school was not part of the archdiocese, then some families might actually come back if they didn't think that it was going to be closed like that. So he is kind of working, talking with alumni. I talked to a very notable alumni um, or alumnus, Mayor Francis Slay, former mayor of St. Mm-hmm. Louis, who also said that he had been on the phone with other alumni all day trying to find a way to keep the school open. But I think it's going to be a really big big uphill battle, big number that they would have to raise financially. So although these are very influential people, I think it'll be difficult. There's similar calls for Rosati Kane. One alumna wrote um, a very passionate op-ed in the Riverfront Times kind of saying we need to look at this same option. You mentioned the All Things New initiative, which is not only dealing with uh, school closures, but with parishes probably too as as uh, Catholic attendance uh, declines in the St. Louis and shifts westward. Um, tell us a little bit more about that All Things New initiative. Yeah, so the Archdiocese is looking at all of their parishes, all of their schools, and they're looking at those enrollment numbers. They're looking at, they look at baptism numbers, and um, they are going to try to figure out which might need need to close. So um, I think that this this decision came right now because people are going to start enrolling for next year. They wanted to give teachers a heads up, but I think it's still possible we're going to hear about more closures of both parishes and potentially other schools. Timothy wrote on Facebook, he said, so Catholic education is only for rich kids now. Uh, Mark wrote, It's worth noting that due to an exemption that religious institutions have, laid-off employees are not eligible for unemployment 
payments. Uh, Kate, do we know what will happen to the teachers at these two schools? I don't think so. I mean, they said that they made this decision right now so that the teachers would have time to look for whatever their next step might be. So I think the hope is that they're going to be still teaching and go somewhere else. But Sarah, who I talked to at Rosati Kane, said she hasn't even started to think about that. She was just so still shocked. Still in shock. Yeah. yeah. Um, the St. Louis Archdiocese uh, has 16 other high schools in uh, St. Louis. Um, and so presumably parents who are interested in having their children get a Catholic education might have another option. Of course, distance location uh, would, of course, be an issue. And there are a whole number of issues involved there. Uh, but do we know what will happen to the students who are currently enrolled there? So the Archdiocese, first off, um, they had the foundation that provides many of the scholarships for the students there, and they said that they are going to work with the students to make sure that they still have those scholarships where they go next. Um, They also pointed out that there are a number of close-by Catholic schools, so Bishop DeBorg is, I think, one of the closest that they named as a place that the students could potentially go. So I think they are hoping that the students will go to a different Catholic institution. Kate Grumke is St. Louis Public Radio's education reporter. Thanks, Kate, for being here. Thanks for having me. Well, we're going to continue to follow this story and the broader plans around the Archdiocese Initiative, All Things New. And um, as we do, we want to hear from you. Are you an alum of Rosati Kane or St. Mary's? What's your reaction to this week's news about their potential closures? Help inform our coverage. Send us an email to talk at stlpr.org. Or leave us a voicemail at 314-516-6397. That's 314-516-NEWS. Today's episode was produced by Emily Woodbury with audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Dorr. Our production intern is Avery Rogers. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Our podcast proudly supports St. Louis artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.